Hey, it's Thursday night, 905. Right. You've got uh, John and Derek here to soothe you into the evening. We can't really do an opening anymore with any background music because of, I don't know, there's this thing going around all kinds of streamers and live feeds and things like that, that if you play any music, there's evildoers out there that are doing copyright claims to your video. So even though the podcast I did three hours ago, I used a default song graphics that come with the streaming service for use exactly like that with no license. Somebody's going around saying, hey, I, I have the license. We don't get to monetize that video. We've got enough views. So, so yeah, no, so, so StreamYard, you, you, need to, you need to get on that. Well, it's not just StreamYard. It's just about everything. Well, everything. And welcome to the end. Well, no, it's it's welcome to dealing with all of the issues of the R, right? Yep. I mean, ha- hackers, algorithms, all these things that are being used. I mean, it's I've had Facebook... Instagram, all that for, I don't know, probably close to 20 years now. I have never once been hacked or, you know, had a spoof made of my account this week. Just, I think it was yesterday. I got like 40 messages from friends, you know, all over the country. And they're like, Hey, I think you got hacked. Hey, I got, you think you got hacked. I'm like, are you kidding? How? And I've even recently like stepped back from using my being extremely active on social media, have been taking a break from it. So I really haven't even been posting anything. I haven't been uh, out there for it's like, how did it, it blows my mind that this happens, but it's the world we live in. It's, it's ridiculous. People, you know, scammers out there, all the phone calls, everything, everybody looking to make easy money. And I'm sorry, I'm getting way off on a tangent, but John actually well, kept it cool. He was way more uh, uh, aggressive uh, in the pre-show about it. Oh, uh, it, it it bothers me. I did get the uh, request from you yesterday, but to be honest, it happened so much. I just kind of ignore them knowing that you're going to get messages from 40 other people telling you, hey, we think you got hacked. So why do, to be honest, why do I need to jump on that pile? Well, you know, but then again, I told every single one of them that I appreciated it because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if everybody thought that way, you'd never know. Well, right? that's what I was so. going to say. If, I, if, four, if 40 of your friends happened to have thought the same way as me, you'd still be, <laughs> people would still be out there being a Derek Moore and doing whatever you do with a half Facebook page. Uh, you know, they might still be. I tried to do everything I was told uh, to do, change password, do all those things. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it worked or not. So I'm still trying to. Everybody that listens to this podcast knows I'm not great with tech, computer technology. Uh, I probably shouldn't say that on the podcast. I mean, maybe that's why I got hacked. Uh, <laughs> But you don't, you don't have to be good with computer technology. That's supposed to be. But let's oh, get wow. talking about cars. Cars. Why do we want to talk about cars? Grip Autocross. We've talked about them before. They're doing it again. Um, July 26th. Is that the Saturday? No, it can't be the Saturday. Uh, July you know, 22nd, John, you... 24th. I don't know. Whatever the last Saturday of July is. Night Autocross with Grip Autocross. That would be July 30th. Yep. You You know the story. Go to uh, nodrivinggloves.com forward slash grip. Check it out. Uh, if, Will, you are listening tonight, um, read read your page uh, because you haven't updated some stuff since the first autocross. 
that is very dated common. But otherwise, um, I just throw that one out, help Will out. He's a busy man. As a matter of fact, I think, good thing we moved to Thursdays, because I think that son of a bitch live streams now for Grip Autocross on Wednesdays at the same time we... But... um, Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, All right. I see how it is, Will. You go first this week. What's your irritant of the week? Um, Car-wise, we already talked in an irritant. Hmm. That's a, you know, that's a good, it's evidently been, oh, well, okay. (laughs) It, I was going to say it's been a good week driving. It hasn't been a good week driving. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not before. I think I may have. Uh, but of course now I drive to Nashville, uh, drive to, you know, south on 65 to Nashville in the morning, northbound in the evening. And this week at, let's see, it's Thursday night. So that's, uh, let's see, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night. I've had at some point in my drive to get off the highway and take what I refer to as surface roads or side streets, whatever you want, country roads <clears throat> that eventually lead me home. Musical the reference there, everyone. That um, you don't know. There you go. West Virginia. And they don't take me to West Virginia. <laughs> uh, but and of course, 65 is under construction from the Tennessee, Kentucky state line for about probably 15 miles into Tennessee. And people seem to really like to get into accidents in that stretch of road that's down to two lanes either way right now. Hey, we uh, all have two lanes. We all have a preferred area that I go, I'm going to have an accident today. I always drive there yeah, every time I'm, I'm in the mood to have an accident. Exactly. And it's like, well, let's do it right at rush hour when everybody's trying to get to work or get home and shut well, the freeway I, down. You know, the I FedEx do, I do semi that rolled. I'm seeking attention. Well, I get it. But the FedEx semi that rolled on its side, yeah, uh, yeah, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. I don't remember what day it was. But I, I probably have said this on the show. I am a believer that if you cause, if you are at fault, for an accident, especially on a freeway that involves shutting the freeway down, there should be fines for that. The person who caused the accident should be fined per hour of how long the freeway has to be shut down because it's just ridiculous. I mean, it ties up traffic. It causes more issues. And it's usually because someone obviously is not paying attention to driving. They're not doing what they're supposed to. So far as I'm concerned, I think we could start finding people. That's my take on it. And I will say something cool that I found out that happened in Tennessee over the last month or two. And if anybody knows Tennessee and what's going on, or one of the other states I've heard have done this, uh, Tennessee just enacted a law that if you are at fault in an accident that is that results in vehicular homicide of an adult that is a parent you will now owe child support to that child or children until they are 18 years of age. Oh. Way to go, Tennessee. I appre- I think that is fantastic. I'm going to say uh, we can tell who the new parent. <laughs> I would have said that if I wasn't a parent. Um, I was, uh, I, I've known people, families that have had that happen and it's terrible. And I think it's, I think it is a, a great move on. I think I heard there's three states that have put it in place. Tennessee happened to be one of them. And uh, I think it's fantastic. 
Well, see, now you take the spin off of what I was going to say earlier about you fining for the interstate closures. There's a reason they call it an accident. Now, if it was an on purpose, if somebody got into an on purpose and shut down the traffic, then maybe they should be fined for it. But if it's an accident, it was an accident. They, I think it's only an accident <laughs> in I think it's only an accident in no fault states. Uh, no, because they most people don't on purpose crash their car. They usually accidentally crash. Hence, the why it's an accident. That's why if I say there there is an on purpose, and then there's an accident. If now, you're if I was at your phone and drinking I, a beer and smoking a doobie and whatever else you're doing, reading the newspaper, brushing your teeth, and eating cereal, it's on purpose. No, that that that's still an accident because even though I was texting, I had an accident. Now you can say due to certain causes of the um, accident. If you were doing something stupid that didn't involve a lot of thought, um, you know, you said texting, shaving, you got your uh, manscape out and, you know, trimming up the nether regions. You, you, you really then you have an, you know, accident. Yeah. The, 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 the ensuing thing is why you should. But if you're just really, if, if you've true, got the man, if you're really true, truly grew, grew, driving down the road, grooving to some poison, blah, 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 you know, playing the air drums and. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll give you a pass. But if you're yeah, if, if you're manscaping and driving, I don't want to know what the resulting accident will. Okay? Well, that's the, that's the nice thing about the manscaper with its uh, porcelain blades, and it really doesn't do any nipping or cutting. It doesn't matter. It uh, I don't care. That, that, that's that, that's, a, that's a feature it, of the lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> if you're if you're manscaping and you get in an accident, I don't want to know where it's going to wind up. After the impact. Oh, well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to put some clothes on now, now that we, we're manscaped. Um, Jason was asking, where do you get a uh, no driving glove shirt like I have on? Um, actually, I custom order these. I am working right now on actually getting some mer- no driving glove merch shirts and stuff available. Give me another problem. I'm going to say 30 days because I'm moving over the next two weeks. Uh, and once that's done, I'm going to have a little bit of time to focus back on the podcast and, uh, there will be, uh, no driving glove shirts and stuff available. And it'll also be out there for, uh, probably some giveaway. It's going to be rocking. And I, I guess we've got Come two on. commentators asking about no driving gloves merch. Maybe I'll get on my ass. May, maybe as I'm doing some of the downloads and editing tonight, maybe I'll get on my ass and try to get that stuff set up. I think we should look into uh, baseball. <clears throat> I'm not a hat wearer. I'm always, but I, I, I'm always I, wearing I this hat. If I had an NDG hat, yeah. we'd be doing better. Well, we, we can get that set up. Not that promoting the Wright brothers and aviation history isn't important, but an NDG hat would be. Now, those are two arrogant son of a bitches going around calling themselves the Wright brothers. I'm right. I'm well, right, and I'm right, I mean, I'm right. I'm right. You, you got to admit they were air. So, yeah. oh, yeah. See so, how I got that? In? Yeah. But since we have some listeners that um, I'll take a gray NDG hoodie. We're getting, yeah, we're getting orders. Now we're getting orders. We'll, we'll yeah. see what we can do All for right. you. We're turning into QVC oh, oh, here, let, let me, let, well, I'm going to say, let me thank. We had some yeah. listeners step up to the plate this week uh, during Prime Days. They actually went to Prime or Amazon through our links on our uh, website. And it helped fund a little bit of money our way. Uh, we had a great, um, well, Jason did a nice contribution. He bought us a, enough coffee to last us 
both of us a couple of months on the show here. Uh, so again, you can go to uh, No Driving I drink Gloves. a lot of coffee. It no might dr- last me two nights. Well, see, I don't drink any. So okay, there we go. Uh, I'm I'm drinking like muscle milk and uh, I think it's Brandy was saying the old belly's getting a little bit smaller. Wow. So speaking <laughs> of money, you know what else it might help us do, John? Might help us make our car payments. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Exactly. I think that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Well, that's what we intended to talk about. It's what we plan on. We'll get to it eventually. Don't worry. we got another 45 minutes or so. We'll get there. So you recently were out in that world of um, automobile shopping. Are you, en- are, are you enjoying your new $800 a month car payment? You know, John, <laughs> ah, uh, I'm a cheapskate. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fairly frugal with my money, as I think a lot of people know. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm the guy, I was just talking about this with somebody I work with, our, our education director at the uh, Lane Museum. I am so cheap. I saw a shirt years ago. And granted, okay, I didn't have as much money when I was younger, right? Because you grow up, you get better jobs, you get more money, yada, yada, yada. No, I'm um, just as broke today as I was when I was. So. Well, that's your problem. Um, but there was uh, anybody probably ever probably heard of this store, Urban Outfitters. It's a clothing store, um, obviously for younger generations, right? So this was when I was younger, late college, just getting out of college, somewhere in there. And they had a t-shirt. That was, you know, screen printed t-shirt, really cool. Had a, like a a generic model T looking car on it and had an older guy, you know, bent over the front, like he was cranking it. And it said grandpa's on the crank again. And of course, everybody's always referred to me as a little old man. The shirt was like 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. And I was like, oh, that's a cool shirt, but I don't need to spend t-shirt. I can't find the shirt anymore. I still wish I had the t-shirt to this day. Uh, But uh, granted, I haven't looked at for it in a couple of years. My luck, I say I can't find it. One of our listeners is going to go out, research it, like, and post a link to it in the comments here in two seconds. Uh, but I, I tend to be very cheap and very frugal with thing uh, my money, and so I don't like big pence. I don't like them at all. I don't like having monthly payments. Uh, I don't definitely don't want to have a car payment that is the same or more than my mortgage. And so I just do don't not have an, have an $800 uh, car payment. You just don't have an expensive enough uh, house. The house is, well, uh, you know, we got lucky. We bought when things weren't crazy here in the Nash, greater Nashville area and Bowling Green area. So uh, we're doing all right in the house. We are. Well, that, that, that's Value really- has gone up. You know, somebody said to me when I was talking to them recently about these car payments, he goes, that's a mortgage payment. Well, you just need a bigger mortgage. You know, if your car payment goes up to a grand a month and your mortgage is a grand a month, you just need to go out and buy a more expensive house and make it two grand a month. Oh, you know, yeah, so it, this is this is the same. This is the same theory of uh, like minimum wage and all that. If, if costs start going up, everything just has to go. That's yeah. I mean, so if, if the cost of a car goes up, you have to have, so you just move up to a more expensive house. So you balance everything out and it still feels normal. Yes. I mean, if your car payment used to be $500 a month and your mortgage payment was a thousand, now you're upset that your thousand dollar car, car payment is as much as your thousand dollar, you know, mortgage payment and you can't afford the car payment. Well, geez, you just go out and get a $2,000 a month mortgage payment. I mean, it's simple. Dave Ramsey, I am not. So. <laughs> 
But I want to go back yeah. because we're talking about you sent me the link on the General Motors study that found most Americans would be comfortable paying a thousand dollars a month for their car. Did you know? I want to know who most of these Americans are that they're calling most Americans because I don't think any of the most Americans that I know would be comfortable with. I know okay. I look, I know a few people that a thousand dollar a month payment would not bother. Okay, yeah, I know those people that can, but a lot of the people I know, number one, I work in the nonprofit sector. They're not going out for a thousand dollar a month car payment. I can tell you. I used to work in the nonprofit car sector. I don't see what the problem is. Are you going to use the same comment I used to get? You didn't work for a nonprofit. (laughs) I don't care what they say. But I, at one point in my life, many years ago, when I was younger and had more money, dependently wealthy is a very nice. we had car payments totaling 1300 and change over three cars. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, that was a little excessive. That was a lot of money. And we were making good money at the time. Uh, and it, it just, I think it was 1306, three cars. And that was just crazy. And eventually, like I say, I sold off cars and brought everything down, you know, to a reasonable payment. But the thing is, uh, I was listening to a show today and we were talking about the new Rivian and the R- new Rivian with 800 horsepower and, you know, the four motors and everything is base price 105000 Or you can get the two-wheel drivers and base prices 80000 And somebody, one of the commentators said, well, do people pay that for a pickup truck? Derek, you recently were in the pickup truck shopping realm, um, chose to go with the sedan. Are $80,000 pickups common? Yes, John, they are. <laughs> They're extremely common. Are 80,000 That's part of the reason why Derek does not own a Are $80,000 used pickup? When you get into the uh, 2500 3500 series very quickly, very quickly. Um yeah. in the so. the 1500 series, you know, F150s uh, 1500 Silverados, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a fully loaded RST four by four or something like that, you know, King ranch 1500. Uh, but yeah, as soon as you get into the, I mean, there's, I was looking at one, I saw one in Bowling green when I was driving through the other night at a dealership and I was like, man, that's a good looking truck. It's probably a 2020, 2021, uh, can't remember if it's a GMC. I think it's a Chevy Silverado 2500. Uh, what I call the crew cab still, the four door, full four door, um, you know, loaded out tow package. So I was like, I'm going to go on the dealership site and see what that's running for. And it's a used truck. I don't remember the mileage now, but it was over, I want to say it's over 50,000 miles on it. And I want to say they were asking like, 79.9 on it. So about 80,000. Okay. If so, I recall, I'd have to look it up again, but it was, I basically laughed and basically closed out of the web real quick. I'm going to jump into the car world. I was at the uh, BMW the dealer the other day having some warranty service, oil change and stuff done on my car. And I went in to talk to them about extending the warranty, my car. And I said, you know, at that price, I've kind of been contemplating buying something in the $15,000 price range. And the business manager said, well, have you looked at our website? I said, no, I really haven't. I said, finding a decent $15,000 car is pretty hard, right? 
And she goes, oh, no, we got that. And boom, 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 boom. She starts listing off all these cars on the website. You know, $6,000 Cadillac, $12,000 Camry, uh, $14,000 Nissan. And I started to give her some specs back. I said, I bet you that Cadillac's, what, 20 years old? I was wrong. It was a 2004. It's only 18 years old. Oh, 18 years. (laughs) Um, And I said, what kind of miles are, are, are on that Camry? Because it was a 2011 Camry. And it was was 11.9. And I said, things got to have 180 on. She goes, well, it does. I said, how many does it have? She goes, well, it's got a few more. And then I asked about the Nissan pickup and it had 198. What? Uh, You know, it's a a 2000, I think it was a 2014 Nissan Frontier. And, you know, and it's still pushing $15,000. When I did go home and look up the Camry, 286,000. 286. And I'm not saying that uh, (laughs) I strongly believe in driving your cars. I'm saying that because there's no reason that many miles on that car should equal the price that they're asking. Uh, We'll say 12,000, say 13,000 out the door with no negotiations. Say you got a really solid interest rate. That car is going to be $225 a month for five years. That car doesn't have five years left in it. And years back when I bought my Mazda 5 minivan, that little experiment I did where I only want, I wanted to pay cash for a car when I sold off my SHO, I was finding, you know, cars were not nearly as expensive as they are now, but I was finding all of this stuff that was 180, 190,000 miles that was in that five or $6,000 range. But the problem is, you never saw anything ever for sale with more mileage. You bought, you know, say a caravan with 170,000 miles on it. Nowhere did I ever find a caravan for sale with 220. Uh, you know, and it's the same thing. I rarely can find a Toyota Corolla for sale with, say, 330 or 340. No, you're buying that car and you're the final owner. And you'll probably be making payments on it long after the cars become pop cans, you know, or soda cans. I don't, I don't understand. At some point, the public's just going to have to go, we can't do this anymore. Um, and I, you know, I was thinking, you know, thousand dollars a month. And as a car, when I sold cars, I always used the $20 per thousand uh, financing. Now that's a pretty stout interest rate, but even at 0%, I think you're $17 in ch- So, $1,000 a month car payment means you're financing out. Let me do the math really quickly in my head. That's 10, 5. Uh, what is that? You're financing out $70,000, $80,000 at least are around there. Or is it 50000 That might even be 50000 And like I say, my mini's, you know, a mini's mid-30s. Um a Toyota Corolla, because I really enjoyed the rental I had, I kind of looked at those. Those are $27,000, $28,000 cars. I remember when those you know, are $10,000. There's no such thing as a cheap car. And so I, I said to myself, well, leasing, you know, everybody's pushing us towards leasing. And leasing is an alternative financing method. You can say whatever you want about leasing. But if you lease property, it's just a different style, way of getting a bank loan. Um, I've said that before. I'm not, not going to get too detailed because I don't want to get into giving legal advice and contractual advice. But um, so I look, you know, I get BMW lease offers all the time since I bought my car through a BMW deal. I can get like a five series BMW for six fifty a month with $5,800 down on a 36 month lease. 
Okay, that basically comes down to you take, say, that five, that's what, $200, $150 a month. Uh, if you, say, take the down payment and divide it out over 36 months, put that on top of the six fifty. You're at an $800, $850 a month car payment. You do the 7 Series, you're over 1000 because they're the payment's like 830 and the down payment's like 72 I mean, and, and, well, you're talking, but you're talking BMW, John. Doesn't that well, stand for, doesn't that stand for big money wheels? BMW? It used to. Yeah. But a 5 Series doesn't cost that much more than, you know, a lot of very well-equipped cars that are out there. It doesn't cost that much more than most SUVs out there. And that's what everybody's buying are the, you know... Dang SUVs and you know forty and fifty thousand dollars, and then I got to have this and I got to have that. It's a world of fifty to eighty thousand dollar daily drivers. I bought mm-hmm. my first house in nineteen, or excuse me, in two thousand for well, not necessarily my first house, but I bought a house in two thousand for ninety two thousand dollars. I'm hard pressed to buy. <laughs> There's a lot of cars. Ninety two thousand dollars doesn't even get you in the door. Um, I just, I don't think it's sustainable. I don't care what the survey say. The average new car price, depending on who you talked to or looked at, um, I had it called up here. Sorry about where my hand is, everybody. Uh, see if this website comes back up. But I think the average new car price, according to uh, Moody's, is uh, it finally came up like seven hundred and seventeen dollars a month. Yeah, so the uh, Moody's has it at seven hundred and twelve dollars a month. Um, Edmonds had it at six hundred and fifty-six dollars a month for the average new car, uh, with a finance rate of what are they saying? The average new car finances out uh, average price of a new car forty-seven thousand um, dollars. And I'm trying to find the interest rate. I can't figure out where the interest rate went, but I mean it was like a five percent, five point. Oh, eight interest rate, which of course has now gone up since the survey was done with changing yeah. the, the prime rates and that. And then used cars were even more because you can't finance them as long. And you're looking at um, really in a lot of times similar prices, if not more. I was trying to think, and I think the average new car is being financed out for 68 months. And I saw, yeah, 68 and some, uh, some one article I read said 72. Yeah. Seven, you know, Six years. Like I said, I'm not I'm not Dave Ramsey by any means. I can't tell. I'm not the example to follow for how to save money. I'm a pretty good example if you ask most people who know me. I'm a really good example on how to spend money. And even I can't grasp spending. It's just yeah. incomprehensible. It's just- well, and I've also been hearing, and, and I saw one article mention it, and I need to do, I probably should have tried to do a little more digging, but... Um, there's some belief out there and John, I don't know if you've seen this, that the subprime auto loan, you know, bubble is about double the size right now that the subprime mortgage loan bubble was that burst in 2008 and caused the recession. Yeah. And we're already, depending on who you talk to in a recession. Well, and and, well, the difference is. We went into a recession because that bubble burst. Now we're in a recession, which may cause that bubble burst. Yeah. I, it's not going to be pretty. In there. Uh, we do have a commentator who knows me kind of. Kind of. A, um, thank you. I, I like that she, <laughs> she, she, she agreed and validated your statement by using a shortened version of a car you've. Hey. Faux show. 
she she's a she's a very talented woman um i just you know and the it's going to be a topic of an upcoming episode of no driving gloves when we discuss automotive subscriptions and i'm not talking about buying and paying a certain amount of money and being able to drive a car i'm talking about the pay nine dollars a month and you can have heated seats and if you don't want heated seats don't pay us nine dollars a month and we'll turn them off type subscription think of your xm satellite radio um, or your Sirius satellite radio, or your XM, whatever the f you want to call it. You know, you know, what was, company, but you know what was really nice about buying the Malibu? It is not equipped with satellite radio. Uh, so me, hey, me, I me. I enjoyed having the satellite radio in my truck, so I paid for it. Um, and of course, I'm one of those people that complained enough that they drop it down to their lowest price you can possibly get. But uh, phones ringing, dude. Phone's ringing, dude. Yeah, I don't think it's ringing. I think it's a damn alarm on the damn work phone. Ah, Lord. (laughs) So anyway, I'll just carry the show right through. But having the Malibu is nice without the satellite. I don't have to pay for it. I don't have to think about it. And hey, I've learned how to use uh, my Android Auto setup and play Pandora and all those wonderful streaming uh, music music streaming apps that you can get. So I'm, I'm learning a lot. There we go, John. I carried the show. I was going to say, and and now you're able to catch up and listen to some episodes of no driving gloves and learn what long pauses and crutch work as I do a long pause and try not to, or I try to avoid the nice try. Yeah. I'm still going to blow it. And I'm trying to get back on the train of thought, the subscription stuff They're what they're talking about. And like I said, we'll get into an episode and really get in depth. I've been, I have a real problem. They're going to build every car with every single option available. So every car is going to come with heated seats and air conditioned seats and power windows and remote start and satellite radio and various engine tunes. And, you know, if it can be put into the car, it's going to be put in the car. And then when you buy the car, you elect what option you want, and you may pay more at the time you purchase it, or you will pay for it on a monthly basis outside of your car payment. And those options will work. But like I said, you don't want heated seats. You don't have to pay for them, but they're still in your car. What do you think that's going to do to the base price of cars? If every car is built with every option, it's not, they let you, they say, it's just software. We've got to turn it on. I can write all the computer code in the world. And unless that code tells the computer to catch itself on fire, it's not going to heat my seats without other equipment. So, but, 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 because the, the, the path you're going down there is that the car is going to cost more because they're putting every option in it, right? That's, that's where you're headed. But in reality, it might not because if they're building every car identical with every option, they're actually saving money in the long run on, you know, basically the assembly of the vehicles, the time, because you don't have to change anything on them, right? You just, it's, it's like, it's like Henry Ford and the Model T. There were no options. There were no, you just bang, you build the car that's being built and you send it out the door. You're dealing on the economies of scale, which is true. But when Henry Ford was doing that with the Model T, you pass those savings along to the consumer. Well, you're you're right. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because you know XYZ manufacturer decides to build this car and it has every option, and because they're not having to differentiate other than interior and exterior colors, um, they're not going to pass that savings on to you. Or yeah, you know, okay, 
maybe, you know, it adds $3,000 in parts to the car, but saves them $4,000 on the build cost. They're still not going to knock a thousand dollars off. They're going to maybe knock 500, but you're still going to, yeah, there's, I, my argument is the cars are going to be more expensive with this model. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be just like everything else. Um, your Adobe subscription, your HBO max subscription, your Netflix subscription, uh, everything you're going to forget, you know? Oh yeah. So, March rolls around. I'm, I'm going to cancel my uh, heated seats and I'll return, turn them back on in October. And we all know damn well, we're not going to cancel those to August. And then we're going to go, well, it's August. So I'm going to turn them back on in two months. So, and it's nine bucks a month or say it's seven bucks a month for that. And then, oh, I need my remote start. And that's eight bucks a month. Now, all of a sudden I'm paying $15 more a month for my car, but I'm already paying the thousand dollar a month car payment. Uh, so even I still think the base price of the car will go up. And then, of course, your monthly usage costs will go up. You know, John, and we're 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 kind of headed into the the sh- the show about subscriptions. Yes. You're kind of you're kind of yes. using all the material. No, I, I, I you wouldn't believe the amount of material. But either way, it all goes back. To cars are too damn expensive. But is there a way to fix it? Well, what, I, I mean, it's it's economics, right? I mean, what's going to fix it is supply and demand. Right now, there's a lot of demand for cars. Mainly because supply plummeted during the pandemic, right? Nobody, you couldn't get a car. They're finally starting to get on lots, right? There's actually, I've seen new trucks showing up on lots around the corner from work and just driving around in general. But until people get fed up enough and say, well, then we're just not going to buy cars where there's going to be no demand for that. Then yeah, that's what's going to drive prices down because as long as people will buy vehicles, and spend a thousand dollars a month on a payment, twelve hundred, seven hundred and fifty, whatever it is, then the auto manufacturers are getting what they want. They're getting money, and things are going to keep moving. But in, it, when when demand dries up, then prices will come down. I'm trying to think. I'm going to basically go after 1930. When have car prices actually gone down? I'd have to do a lot of research on that, John. <laughs> Yeah, because I, the problem just, is, but 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 we have to look at the fact that what since 1970 was it like the mid seven? I think it was like 73, 74. I was looking up something, doing some research the other day, writing an article about a vehicle or something, and I was doing comparisons. But it, like since the 1970s, like in 1973, 74, a hundred dollars, and you know that hundred dollars in 1974. It is like $590 today or something like that. Um, you know, so it would take doing a lot of research because with inflation and everything as, as you know, the value of money goes up or down, then you look at how the prices have changed. Car prices may have gone down for a while, even though it didn't seem like it due to inflation and, and the value of the dollar, right? I mean, well, you, there's going, a lot of factors yes. there. But I can do the simple math for you. Um, this is the example I like to use. I could buy a charger in 1970, 71 for roughly $3,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you just use the example... 74 to present day, $100 went to 500. I think it was like 590 or something like that. Okay, sick. We'll go. $100 went to 600. So it's six times the money. So six times 3,000 
show me a brand new charger for $18,000. Show me a brand new charger for less than $36,000. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, we can play. I know. I, I just, I don't see getting out of this unless this is really, really, it's, I've had a belief from well, probably the early 90s that the manufacturers want to move us all to a leasing model. We'll never own our cars. We will always pay them monthly. And the manufacturers will basically decide when we get a new car or how long we can have our car. If we want to get a new one, I'm sure they'll lease us another one. But if they decide, just like General Motors did with the EV1s, when they decide, eh, we don't want those on the road anymore, they'll just take them away. So they can control the cars on the market. They can control the, the, which will virtually become a non-existent used car market. And it's, is this the way they're going to do it? They're going to price the cars to the point where we can't buy them and we only have this option of, quote, renting them? I don't know. And, you know, who's going to who's going to survive? Um, it's just, I guess my whole thing out of this show is I cannot believe people are willing to pay $1,000 a month for a car. Um, a lot of people are able to, but... You've really got to sit back. And I mean, there's a reason I bought the car I did because the money was right. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't pay $500 a month for my car. Um, and saw a Toyota ad for a Toyota dealership where they have used cars starting at um, $108 a month. Interesting. You know what? I got thinking. I bet that Toyota dealership car has cars starting at $0. Because that car for $108 a month, I bet you if I put an extra six grand down on, I wouldn't have a car payment. <laughs> it's we'll eventually get into a the way car deal episode <laughs> too. Because <laughs> I, I always love the old it was a Mitsubishi dealership back in Peoria. And they used to have the hundred dollar a month cars all the time. And I said, Why are you selling me an XL or whatever it was at the time for a hundred dollars a month? Why not sell me a three thousand GT for a hundred dollars a month? It's just a lot more money down, but she can still sell it to me for a hundred bucks a month. So, you know, I just got to put $38,000 down and then I'll get it for a hundred dollars a month. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired of the price. I don't know if I'm tired of the the car, the games with the money. I'm just flat tired with it. You know, you were saying earlier about your um, old man t-shirt and, and I'm, I had a boss many years ago, and she always referred to me as the youngest 88-year-old she knew. And at the time, I was in my early to mid-30s. So believe me, I haven't got any younger in the next 20 years. So uh, just hopefully, I don't, I don't know, this was just a bitch of get this off of my chest. Come on, people. Let's let's have a brain when we buy cars. And Well, and I think it also goes to the unfortunate culture that we've come to live in where, and it's not everybody, right? I don't know a lot of people that really don't care, but you know, a big part of our culture has become so it's become so necessary to have the nicest and the newest and the prettiest and the, the, the top of the line and, and all the, you know, everything that happens now with especially social media, the way social media influencers work, all of that is, you know, leading people to believe that you've got to have the nicest, newest thing, go out and spend all, spend as much money as you can to get the best, you know, Cadillac Escalade that's loaded and, and be like, be like a superstar. 
you don't have to do whoa video one uh you don't have hey. to do that it's it's that line right there it's all about the benjamins baby yeah and <laughs> you know i think that's another thing that needs to you know people need to start thinking about changing you know it's you don't have to you don't have to have the nicest the newest it's it's nice when you can uh you know but don't drive yourself broke and into major debt just because you want to be, you know, like the celebrities or whatever it is you're trying to do. Like it's, it's just, it's not worth it in the end. And that's, again, it goes to a cultural issue as well. It's not only, you know, all the issues we've already talked about, but there's a cultural issue there about wanting, you know, what, what's the old saying? Um, keeping up with the Joneses, right? The old saying, keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up you with know. the Joneses, you know, um, can I, I, I'll be gladly pay you next Tuesday for a hamburger today. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's, I don't know. You said it's a culture change and I was already on the thought pro- process before that. Um, we've talked about technology in the show and how Star Trek kind of foreshadows technology. How the hell they do it, I don't know. But flip phones and tricorders and all this. Gene, Gene Roddenberry was a time traveler. That's all there is to it. They honestly were much better at foreshadowing when Gene was alive. But what's the other? What's the, what's the thing that they don't talk about too often in Star Trek? Um, I think it just recently came up in one of the new episodes. The Red Shirts? No, the um, oh. Star Trek um, Strange New Worlds. Or they talk about Star Trek, they don't use money. The culture has evolved past the need for material possessions and keeping up with the Joneses. Is that the next Star Trek thing that starts working its way into the world over the next Mm. 100 or 200 years? It ain't going to happen by, you know, 2030. But it's it's a foreshadowing that it would be... don't, Don't get me wrong. I have been the guiltiest person for most of my life about wanting the nicest, best, newest, quickest, fastest, best looking, whatever thing it is. But in the last five or six years, I've gotten much better. Hence keeping cars, I guess maybe the last 10 years. I don't get a new car every year. I I keep them a couple a year, Uh, which it's an improvement. It's a three times improvement going from one year to three years. Yeah. Um, And it's, I don't know. I'm just thinking it's a, you're, you're right. It's going to be a cultural revolution or evolvement when it will take place. Who knows? I don't think it's going to take place in my generation. I don't think it's going to take place in kids generation, but they may live to see it because at some point there's not going to be any money left to buy stuff. You know, when you start paying $48 a roll for toilet paper and $380,000 for a Ford Escort, um, you know, at some point, I don't know. So those are kind of my bitches, my complaints got a lot off my chest with this car payment stuff because it's, it's been, it dri- has been driving me nuts for a couple of years and how expensive cars are. Brandy mm-hmm. commented earlier in the comments when she told me what she paid for the Camry she's driving right now. Personally, I didn't say anything to her. It's, I have talked to her about it since. And she commented that I thought she paid way too much for her car. Turns out she didn't. <laughs> Um, I'm just stuck in the Toyota-thon pricing. Um, Oh, what a feeling, Toyota, which 
I don't know if has actually been advertised this millennia, but I'm old, I'm stodgy. Gene Roddenberry, take me. No, no, no. <laughs> See, you you ruined an epic moment there. <laughs> it should have been Gene Roddenberry, beam me up. That would have been epic. Yes, it would. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what is your what is seeing? We we probably wrapped up the car payment, griping and and moaning and complaining, and uh, all of our listeners stop paying a thousand dollars a month for car. What's your driving vehicle complaint of the week? Seeing I started off with mine. Oh, my driving vehicle complaint of the. There were just so many of. Them. I don't think I've talked about it. And we, we all bitch about going down the interstate or the highway, and some guy's got to speed up to get in front of you and slow down to 10 miles an hour slower than you were going. In the- yeah, I love that. If I'm going down a road and say it's a four lanes, so two lanes each direction, and I'm coming up to the red light and there's nobody in front of me, if you have the audacity to move over in front of me into my lane so you can be the first person in the row, Don't sit there for five minutes after the stoplight changes. If you're going to be that, I want to be to get over in the lane so I can go when the light changes, go when the freaking light changes. Don't sit there and dick around because I will usually give you to account of maybe two before I honk. Mm -hmm. But usually if you're the guy that cuts me off and you're there, I have my hand on the horn because when that light hits green, you better the hell be John Force taken off from that line because Mm -hmm. obviously you thought you were faster than me and you better stay faster than me because, you know, my car's got this neat little red light that tells me when I'm tailgating you and I'll make sure that son of a bitch stays. (laughs) It'll be bright red, not just red. It'll be bright red. The red glow on my face. Yeah, it'll be the flashing. It'll be the rapid flashing red. It's talking sense. Buy no, what you no. can afford and pay wise weight. That is why I still don't super. I'm generous counting to two until I. I'm not a New York City cab. Um, but okay, Jason has a lot of logic there. But there's also the no driving gloves isn't about logic. Yeah, there's also the you know. Tomorrow's never guaranteed. If I want an 812 super fast, God damn it! if somebody's going to give me a loan for it, now we're talking $6,000 a month car payments. Yeah, Brandy, right. Brandy, please don't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't even know, like, if you, if you don't even make that much money in a month, don't get a car loan for that. <laughs> <laughs> they can only repossess it once, but you're going to have a hellacious 60 days. Worth. I guess that's one way to live life, right? Like, Nah, I'm going to have fun for 60 days. Yeah. Declare bankruptcy and go from there. Hey, Phil's on. Look at that. Uh, yes. Uh, Range Rover drivers have been pissing him off. Okay. I'm familiar with that. Blocking a turning yep. rein to go, go straight. I forgot Phil was uh, where he says he is. And if you're not in the comments, I'm, I really don't want to disclose where Phil is. But yeah, we're not. I, he's where I was a couple of days ago. I was really hoping to get together maybe with him for dinner, but we're an hour and a half apart still. <laughs> Yeah. Which, which hey, he's not, you're not you're not terribly far from Nashville there, Phil. Uh, you know, which Lane Motor me. Museum. Come check out some more of the rotary. I had a memory in my uh Facebook this week, Phil, where I was commenting about going to a uh Chinese restaurant on why do I want to say university, but I can't think of the name of the road on 31 with you many, many years. It was nine years ago. And I was looking forward to the next time we went because the food was good and I needed you to coach me. So we need to uh, get to get some time for dinner at uh, Mr. Chen. So 
Oh, Phil, did you still see Phil's comment? I did. I think I've seen uh, signs for uh, that. Um, his friend uh, around town. I don't <laughs> live there, so I can't vote for him. Sorry, Phil. I live. I still live up in Kentucky. Yeah, but you can influence your boss. So that's but, true. I don't really know <laughs> if he. I don't know if he really cares who's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about car payments. Phil and I got a dinner date now. Um, Oh, I thought he was saying that to me because he's close to Nashville now. I think he's talking to both of us. Right. And Jason's trying to put logic into this. We don't like Range Rover drivers. Two seconds yeah. is too long to wait to honk at somebody at a stoplight. Look at all the stuff we did in the last five minutes. But I'm going to go ahead and kill this out. Maybe work on some T-shirt stuff um, or some clothing options for those in. And um, New, no driving gloves, athletic support wear. I was thinking that trying to think of how to do that would that be a big blue cup but otherwise yeah. <laughs> okay that's enough <laughs> um i gotta find my uh, in broadcast button here and uh it's right there john it's yep, right there. thursday night i guess it's more finding the little cursor who's like cursor in that old show automate um next week thursday night nine nine oh five ish um, we'll see you here. No driving gloves.com. Feel free to buy us a coffee. Go there to see all the back episodes, watch our videos, leave us a comment. The application's still there that if you'd like to be a guest on the show or co-host a show with us, uh, fill it out. We'll, um, you know, probably, you know, love to have you on. I mean, we've had Jason on, we've had Phil on. Uh, so two or three of our commenters tonight have already been guests mm-hmm. and, uh, we might have a couple of them back too. So. I'm pushing that in broadcast button now, Derek. All right. Talk to everybody next week. Have a good one. We're out. Maybe.